Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, But Not Lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas? Welcome to episode 28. We think you should follow us on Facebook and Instagram. So pause this podcast right now and go do it. And we'll wait. Did you do it? You can find us at the Fayola. <laughs> Tony's all business. You can find the <laughs> show notes at thefayolas.com slash 28. In this episode, we're going to talk about what we did after we bought the RV if you want to know why we did this crazy thing <laughs> um, and like the the beginning, beginning, you know, like the part about um, buying it, you can listen to episode 27. Where we left off in the last episode, we left you with the RV in the driveway. Cold and lonely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so when we bought our RV... Um, they gave us a two-week free trial at Outdoor Adventure, and I thought that was so nice of them. <laughs> Outdoor Adventures is like, it's similar to Thousand Trails. It's a membership. But it's more Michigan-focused. But yeah, it's, I think they're all in Michigan except for maybe one in Ohio or something like that. We never even went to that one. Yeah. So I thought it was like the nicest thing that they did for us. You know, they gave us this two-week free trial, but... That was just all part of the sales thing that we told yeah, you about in the last episode. <laughs> there was like a handful of things that were included when we bought our RV. There was like a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? Like there was the membership. There was Good Sam. There was all these all RV to, clubs. Yeah, it's all to lead you into buying more stuff. Yep. Which we didn't realize at the time because we were newbies. So we went to, we called them to make an appointment for our two-week trial. Yeah, because you can't just show up there and say, I have two weeks free. Let me in. Yeah. So you have to go in um, ahead of time and do like a interview with them or something. They do a tour first. Yes. I mean, they're selling you on it. Yeah. They took us around like a golf cart or something, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. They showed us all the cabins and all, you know, that place has like, I don't know, like 800 RV sites. Some, it's, the place is massive. Yeah. It's in Davison, Michigan. It's called Lakeshore Resort. Yep. So we go walking around and everything, and he sells us on this package that we didn't even use our two-week trial. We bought a membership. The day of our appointment. Yeah, it was a horrible decision. Um, and honestly, this is the last time you'll ever hear us talk about it because we're very bitter about it. Yeah. Um, but we had to buy ourselves out of it, and so we're now out of it. But we only used it five, six times. Yeah. Um, but one of those times was um, before we winterized it. Yeah, it was shortly after we got the RV, and then we did all that. It was like our first ever camping trip out with the RV. Mm -hmm. And how long was that trip? Like just a, I was think it, it was a weekend, week. or was it a whole week? I think it might have been a week because I worked. I remember driving. Oh, to you work leaving? And back. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool that you were. And I think that's kind of why we bought into this was because we thought we'd we thought we could use it while we were waiting to go full time because it was so close to your work. Yeah. Um, but it really didn't work out like that because 
Plus, there's a lot of factors that we didn't that didn't even click. Yeah, it's, it's literally a lifetime membership. Yeah, you have to pay dues forever. And we're not going to be in Michigan. We're so. leaving Michigan. Yeah, and I I don't I, I we had to have told him that. Yeah, you know, but he was just he was a slick. Yeah, salesman. He sold us on all the, you know, family friendly activities that they do and all the kids stuff, which, which was great. And we were like super excited for that. But we weren't thinking long term. We were thinking like next weekend yeah you know this is gonna be awesome so it was a horrible decision um at the same time though it was kind of like one of those things that while we hate the fact that we wasted all of that money um it kind of taught us a lesson so Mm -hmm. it was a lesson learned because now we do not just jump into those kind of things yeah um and that did happen with like our thousand trails we did not jump into that we just bought the bare minimum thing and we've gotten our money's worth completely with that Um, we ended up, they still try selling you a ton of stuff with thousand trails and we did end up buying a higher plan with them, but we got a really good deal. I think a good package, um, because it was like a special time and we've already paid that in full. So we've we've, already got our money. We've made our money back on that. Mm -hmm. So I think we learned a lesson there. Um, but anyways, this is going to be a weird, like there was a period of time when we had this and we're going to talk about, you know, different adventures, but we're going to like not talk about this. You're not going to hear this name again because it's very depressing yeah. <laughs> when we think about it. So this is the unknown. Um, but if you live in Michigan uh, and you plan on going full-time, think out your decision before you purchase you know, a, a membership. So anytime you buy memberships, really think it out and make sure it's going to work for your for your plan. And then the big one is find out how you get out of it. And this, in our situation that we have now, um, we can literally just stop anytime yeah. we want. Um, now we don't want to because yeah. we, <laughs> we like it. Um, but when we're done using it, we'll just stop paying it. And um, where the other one was not like that, you had to continue it forever. Yeah, we're in a lifetime contract. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> we had to buy out of it. Like we had to give them money. We had to, I don't know, sell it back to them, but we had to pay we had to pay them to buy it from us, <laughs> yeah, um, which is crazy. So, um, yeah, so just keep that in mind when ever buying any memberships. But uh, the first week, we ended up going there camping, uh, and we we really got a hang of all the little things. This is our first camping trip in it, um, close to our house. I mean, our house was 25, 30 minutes away from there. So we were able to go back, like, oh, forgot this, forgot that. We were able yeah, to get there's it. a couple times. I made a couple trips there, like after work, and I think I like stopped there and I brought my grill back. You know, <laughs> I disassembled my grill, took it to the campground, and reassembled it. <laughs> um, and then we brought it home, and then this is when we um, had to winterize it, and we took it back to the RV de- dealership, and then they fixed a bunch of stuff, and then gave it back to us. Yep. And so that winter. After we got the RV back, um, we had to wait from October to May before we were able to play in it. You may have done a show or a, did you do a gun class in the RV the first winter? I did a couple of, well. Or was it the second winter? So yeah, Tony did a couple gun classes out here, but really it was like just sitting out in our driveway, just yeah eating away at us because we wanted to be in it. And the only reason I did the classes out here is because I didn't want to clean the my classroom Yeah, we were already reorganizing stuff. Um, So what we ended up doing that first winter is watching a lot of YouTube, doing a lot of research on how to make this work. 
And then, like, we're, we're talking 2017. There weren't nearly as many popular, like, full-time RV YouTubes. Yeah, there was a few. Like, and a lot of them um, were... Less Junk still was doing it. I loved watching Well, I think them. the main one that you would watch was, like, Gone with the Winds. Yeah. And they did a lot of, like, inst- more, like, educational stuff and fun stuff. And Keep Your Daydream. I think they were just getting started. So we watched all of those. Um... And we just watched all of it, all every single. And <laughs> video. it was inspiring, and you know we learned things here and there, and and we made a lot of lists, a lot yeah. of plans. Um, we made like like list of like what we had to do um, to actually go full time, like where we needed to get our residency, and like how we do that. That was a way harder process in my mind than what it actually was. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in one of these episodes, um, but. Just the whole thing. We watched all the YouTubes, made a bunch of lists, and um, trying just to figure out how we can make it work where I would be the main person working. Um, at the time, Tony really, like, his job is more of, like, a in-person type job. I mean, he does do gun classes, which we thought you would do, but you haven't really done those yet. Um, you should, actually. Um, and then photography and stuff like that he can do as well. Um, but we knew that those jobs would be, like, he like sparse sparse yeah so it had to be mostly me doing it which was the opposite of what we have been doing tony was the main person this whole time so that was a big change and so this this winter we spent all that trying to figure all that stuff out then but we still at this point still don't know if we can live in it because really we only had one week of camping in it yeah (laughs) um and anyone can live in an rv for one week so then may 2017 comes around Yep. This was like when we re- like the earliest we could move into it. I think I could have moved in earlier. I was bugging you and you kept making me wait. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think you wanted to go out there in like April. I think there was still snow. <laughs> um, so May we moved back into the RV, but we knew we would be moving back into the house at this point. Um, so this we didn't move our bed out there, um, but we did move a bunch of our stuff. Yeah, and a lot of our dishes and yep. just like stuff that we used daily. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we still tried to cook out here and, and cook out in the grill and stuff, but you did cook some things still in the house, and we still took all our dishes in the house. Yeah, to, use the dishwasher. <laughs> to use the dishwasher. Plus, we weren't good at, like, I don't even know if we used the bathroom much out here. I did. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't. I was at work, you know, pretty much every day, but because I, I remember, I didn't remember, I don't remember, like, having to take it to dump a lot. Yeah, we actually could go longer than we can go now, yeah. um, but you didn't. And we took our showers in the house. Yeah. Um, I wasn't willing to give up my shower. I had a nice walk-in shower that we had remodeled and made. It was super cool. So I used that to the very last minute. And then we also had a nice big bath in the house that I used a lot. And I gave the kids their baths inside still. So all of our showers and stuff were done inside. And then, Tony, you didn't really use the bathroom in here. But I used the bathroom in here, and the kids did. Um, but So we didn't really have to dump as like as much as we do now but either one this was kind of like our test run we slept out here in the driveway we did everything out in the driveway we had a 50 amp installed i think at this point we already had it installed we didn't have and we had water but we didn't have like sewage so we still would have to leave you know every week we probably went and dumped every week still and we had a state park that was close by like Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like 15 minutes away, 20 minutes away. So I just... Uh, and in Michigan, you buy your state park pass with your license. So we we had was, one. Yeah, it was super cheap. So that's all you need. You just drive into the park and use their dump station and head home. But the goal was here to use the RV as much as possible, see if we could live out here in this. And of course, we had the house as backup. 
But that entire summer, I don't think we slept at all in the house. I think we slept in the RV. Unless we had to. I think the RV had to go back once or twice. Oh, yes. So when they when the dealer had it to fix things, then obviously we'd sleep inside. But I think this this was probably the best thing we did. So we've told you already things that we should not do or what you should not do. But this was big. If you have the time, live in it in your driveway. Yeah. Um, you're able to use all the things. You use all your cabinets, you use all your fridge, you know, your refrigerator, you use everything. But if you need your tools that are in your garage, you have mm -hmm. them. Or if you have if you need to go in the house because something breaks, you have it. Plus, yeah, at that point I wasn't doing any really repairs on the RV. That was still under warranty. So then we'd still have to, we'd have to send it back. Yep. Um, but this was huge. This allowed us to use everything like you're living in it, not like you're camping in it for a week. Yeah. Did our air conditioning break that summer or was it the next summer? I think it was that summer. Yeah, Cause, yes, because it was before we got the 50 amp hooked up. Yeah. Um, so we ended up breaking our air conditioner because of the way we were using it. And so this is just an example of like, you know, things we learned that we might not be able to live in. We also did, um, it got really hot out here. Like we were in July and stuff and it was, you know, really hot. I remember we brought in the air conditioner from our house. But like this made us start thinking about like, what are we going to do? When it's mm -hmm. hot outside, like <laughs> when we're in a hot state, what are we going to do? Because at that time, like the um, the house, the RV just wasn't um, getting cool enough for us. Yeah. And we learned that you could use the, um, to be honest, like what was that? Was that just the air conditioners were not working up to, <laughs> because we've been in hotter states than Michigan and I don't remember it ever being that hot again. <laughs> That's big, I don't know. I mean, basically we were plugged into like a, 20 amp circuit at the time so it just because it would working. always trip the breakers and stuff mm -hmm. oh we, we weren't allowed to use yeah yeah either way we haven't felt that heat since then but that did you know scare us a little bit and made us start thinking out things of like how we could fix that we got some insulation and added it in like our cabinets and stuff and then we also did a few camping trips small camping trips like on the weekends to different places and we'll, we did a big camping trip yeah, it was a, it was July 2017. We did like a major road trip with it. Yep, our first major road trip. We drove to the UP all the way up to Copper Harbor. Yep. Yep, we went up to um, the Upper Peninsula in Apostle Islands. It was 1,600 miles we spent on the road with no tow vehicle. So it was pretty crazy. It was our first real road trip on it, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, did, we went all the way from Fenton, Michigan, Made our way all the way to the Apostle Islands in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And we spent some time in Copper Harbor, which we actually did a podcast on the UP. And we talk about Copper Harbor in that podcast. And you can find that at... Episode 20. So episode 20, 20 explains, you know, what to do in the UP. But we talk about Copper Harbor in there, which was a lot of fun. We also did a couple small trips, like just on the weekends or like a Friday through Monday we did some uh, stays at the park that will not be named. Uh, we spent some time in state parks in Michigan and a county park, which was a lot of fun right on Lake Michigan. Yeah. So we considered this mostly practice for full-time living while we're, you know, still having like fun trips. So in the driveway, we would, we would switch out some of our things. Like we had like an instant pot and we had, you know, a little uh, cruising art, uh, baking oven well, that thing. thing was amazing yeah so i actually saw that i gotta tell you about this um that cruising art baking oven thing um i saw it on the winds 
I saw it on the winds and it's a really awesome device. I still love that thing. Uh, and I actually could not find it anywhere. I don't think they sell it new anywhere. I was able to find it refurbished on Amazon, which is crazy, but I ended up buying it just because it looked like it'd be perfect for us. And it was. Yeah, it was cool. We and made we, a lot of stuff in that thing. It's even though it's a little smaller compared to like our Ninja Foodie Grill that we use pretty much every day now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we replaced. So when we got the Foodie Ninja Grill, that actually replaced our Instant Pot and also the Cruising Art thing. Yeah, we just we ended up not using the Instant Pot as much the longer we had it. Mm-hmm. Like we started out like making everything, but then like it all tastes the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I like, you know, and, and I would use my grill, too. But. Yeah. So we actually never used the oven that was in here, but we did use the fire, like the, the stove top. The stove top, exactly. It was gas. Um, Three burner gas. Yeah. And so we used that, but we also ended up deciding to get that cruising art thing. Yeah. And that was during this, like, trial period. And we bought. And we, an induction. Yeah. Like a little induction thing. Yeah, it was like a little tabletop or countertop induction two burner, I think. No, it was only one. It was one burner? Mm-hmm. But it was awesome. Uh, so we ended up, since then, we've replaced our stove. We removed our stove and put in an induction yeah. thing, which is cool. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> uh, so these, all these things that we did just helped us figure out all that. Like yeah, where all stuff would go. Trips. And, and we know. did all those camping trips with no toad, which is crazy to yeah. think about now. We didn't we, take bikes then. I know. We just hoofed it or drove the RV. Yeah. But the good thing is you got a lot of practice with the RV. Yeah. Getting into places. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, before we went full time, I probably had, I think I had about 2,500 miles. All me. Mm-hmm. Like we bought the RV with just a few hundred miles on it. Yeah. So that gave you a lot of practice as yeah. well. And the cool thing is if something was to happen or do, you know, where you had to get it fixed, mm-hmm. um, we still lived at home. Yeah. So these are all things to think about before you go full-timing is, you know, really living it in, in your driveway, which sounds crazy because your house is sitting right there yeah. and you're like, why am I sleeping on this RV bed? Because at this time we still had our RV bed. I think we bought like a nice uh, foam. memory foam topper for, <laughs> you know, the crappy RV mattress that they give you. So that was helpful for the first year. Yeah. Or for the first, uh, you know, season. But it was, it was funny. There was a few times that I went in the house for something and I just like laid on my bed like, oh, why am I sleeping in an RV bed when I have this Trust out here? Me, I had like, <laughs> you know, always having awkward conversations about at work. Like. <laughs> sleeping in your RV in your driveway. Yeah, living in an RV when I have a perfectly good house. <laughs> But it did, I mean, it's it was a huge thing because it allowed us to really break stuff and yeah. figure out what needed to be changed. We realized then That's a huge, we didn't like our dining area. Yeah. And we were able to get rid of that and the couch before we went full time. And because it was so new, I was able to sell it. You know, mm-hmm. I think I sold the dinette and couch for like five or six hundred bucks. But if we if we would have just went full time right in the RV, that would have been something we'd had to do on the road, which would have been harder to do. So, yeah, especially when you're in you're in campgrounds and RV parks and stuff like that, they don't like you <laughs> advertising and selling out front. So then the summer ended. Yeah, we had to sadly move back into our house. Yep. Um. So that fall we moved back into our house, but now. We knew we were going full time because yeah. we could do it. We lived just fine in the RV. It was sad to move out of it, 
even though it was nice to get back into my Tempur-Pedic bed. Yeah. Um, it was sad to move back in. Um, so now we went full-time trying to get out of the house. <laughs> we had a lot of projects that we had started and not finished that needed to be finished before we could sell it because they were like middle projects, like in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, so we spent that winter um, doing everything we were doing the first winter, researching, <laughs> making lists, um, watching YouTube videos, but also finishing our house projects, getting them all completed, um, doing some RV changes. Like, for example, the table change. Tony made the desk for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a new couch out here. We had to get the kids' beds ready for them. Yeah, that was a whole adventure, too, like figuring out the kids' sleeping arrangement. Yeah, so, well, first we started with... That was in the spring. Yeah, Kylie on top and Lexi on the bottom. And she was a baby, so we had, like, a um, baby gate that we, we like... We modified a baby gate to <laughs> for the bottom bunk so that we could... It was hinged and it locked, and the top bunk was weird because... Kylie didn't really have anything to keep her from rolling off. She never did. So we did, used her ladder, yeah. So we would put the ladder there. But and it she was just... is such a hard sleeper. She's really, really hard sleeper. So eventually we realized it's probably it's not, not a good work. idea for her to be on top. Because I slept very light because I'd have to get up and like check on her and make sure she didn't have to go to the bathroom or something. Um, and if she had to get out of that bed, she'd fall. Like even today. Yeah. <laughs> At nine years old, almost nine years old, she doesn't get to get in the top bunk. <laughs> She's delirious in the middle of the night. So uh, so we switched the kids. <clears throat> we had Lexi on top and Kylie on the bottom. Then I had to make the baby gate system for the bottom didn't work for the top, so I had to make a new one. Yep. And then we it would, like, I'll have to see if we have some pictures that we yeah. can share. Um we had a way to like hold it open so we could get her out. Yeah, it was hinged at the top so it opened up. But it was like she was in a jail. It was. It was made with, you know, wooden <laughs> dowels and it looked like a prison cell. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, as the time went on, this is kind of going out of our timeline a little bit here, but um, we modified it even more. You know, we left half of it but took out a few dowels so she could still get down on her own, but we left half of it so that she wouldn't There was still some out. protection there, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that was that was fun. Now they have nothing, which is nice. But so yeah, a lot of those projects um, we did. Well, we had a lot of stuff to go through. You know, consider what we were going to get rid of the oh, next year. Yes, because we still had your your van. We were going to keep my Tahoe and sell your van. Yeah. So we just had to make a list of everything that we had to do, like you know, our escapees thing. We we're, we're working on like. Once we sell, what do we do? Yeah, then we started, you started, you pretty much did all that. You started figuring out where we were going to move, mm-hmm. um, how we were going to do that, and, you know, all the logistics, all the mailing address, our residency, all that stuff. Yeah, staying in Texas for however long we had to stay there. Um, we decided we would probably spend about a year there because we had to do a lot of different things, and it allowed us to, it's hard going from two incomes to one, so that was kind of like, Living in the RV and our driveway was our like training wheels for living in an RV. Mm-hmm. And then the Texas thing was like our training wheels of going to one income because we were able to have none of our bills because we sold our house already. And we'll talk about this later, but um, we sold our house and we, you know, paid off everything that we could pay off and everything. So we had nothing. But then when we moved to Texas, 
we still had two incomes, but was living like we would live full time. So that mm-hmm. was like kind of a comfort zone there, which was nice. Um, so these are all things that we were like planning and thinking out before or, or that winter before we could move back into our RV. What else did we do? Anything else that winter, fall? I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, yeah, the house updates took us forever. We yeah. had a lot of stuff out there. We had That's to, pretty much what yeah. it was. The RV, you know, really didn't need much or get much. At that point, mm-hmm. it pretty much was just sitting there in the driveway. And it was still really new, so it was hard to, like, because now, if I could go back, I would have painted and did some stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you're just, yeah. While we were just in the driveway with all the tools and all the, yeah, it's easier to clean up, you know, outside or in the house, in the wash tub. But it was still, like, so brand new that it was hard to, like, destroy it too much. It was already hard yeah. enough taking, like, the dining table yeah. out and the, the couches. Um, I always put up a fight when it comes to doing stuff like that. Yeah. But usually in the end, it's always a better idea, you know, or more practical. Mm Because that's what you got to consider when you're doing something like that is you're going to make a big change. I would say for the most part, it's a practical change. Yeah. It makes our life better. To suit your, you know, your style of living. So. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Um, And then in May 2018, right on the dot. Probably wanted to move back in in April as well. (laughs) We moved back into the RV. And this time we had no plans of moving back in the house. Yeah, we brought our bed out here. Yep. And now we were doing some major, we had to go through stuff majorly. So we were going through bedrooms and toys. And um, we literally went through room by room. We bought a trailer. When did we buy the trailer? Sometime in 2018. Yeah. Like the summer. So we bought a trailer for our storage. So we would go through the rooms and we would say, okay, this is going to get donated, um, sold, put in storage, or this gets to go in the RV. And now just just to back up here, we had to get rid of probably 90. Well, we had to decide like, well, 99% of our stuff did not get to go to the RV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 99% of our stuff had to be like given away, sold, or put in storage. And our storage was only an enclosed trailer of how big was it's that? It's a 20-foot cargo trailer. So we didn't get to put a lot of stuff in there either. Um, and that's, so th- it's probably good that we didn't go because we were actually looking at brand new ones. Mm-hmm. Remember, we drove around for a whole day looking at a bunch of trailers. And we were looking at like 28-foot so <laughs> car, car haulers and stuff. So it's like. So we learned our lesson with the uh, RV and the trailer we did, spend a whole day looking for trailers. But we ended up finding a really good deal on the used one, yep. and it was a good size. And it was like, I think we were looking on like a Saturday or Sunday. So there, even like the new ones, um, there were some that were, you know, just displays. You, mm-hmm. They wouldn't sell it or something like that. And there was a lot of trailers for sale, like on Facebook Marketplace, and we probably messaged 12 people and one person responded. Yeah. And we went and bought that. it that day. Yeah. And it was a good one, though. So yeah. it was a good deal. But either way, so going through all our stuff, let me just tell you how hard this was. Um, I'm a very emotional person with things. I don't know. Well, I was. I don't know if I quite am quite as bad anymore. But um, I remember to this day sitting on Kylie's floor, going through her toys. And crying because mm-hmm. we had to get rid of everything pretty much. Um, and we had these big, huge bags that we were just putting stuff in. And so one thing we decided to do is 
it was like by the time we started going through the things to sell it, it started getting colder and um, we were not able to um, like have yard sales because mm-hmm. we kind of held that to the very end, which we probably shouldn't have did that. But even then, not like, to mention our we lived in the country. Yeah. You don't have a lot of traffic, you know, where we are. There's not a lot of people just moseying around, driving around or walking around. It's a super busy or not busy, but. It's just a, you know, like a backcountry road. Yeah. People just fly by. They don't s- drive by slowly looking for yard sales. And to be honest, I hate doing yard sales. Yeah. I hate the, like, well, how about I give you this? Like, it's already marked down, like, so low. And then you, like, want, you have people that, like, want to market. And some of these things were, like, brand new. Like, my kids played with them one time. So I'm like, I'd rather just donate it than, yeah. <laughs> than deal with all that. And uh, some things, like if they were um, not just kids' toys, but some of the more expensive things that we had, we did sell on Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. and then just had them come get it. But not a lot. We didn't do a lot of selling of things. If we had, I don't know, that might be something we could have made more money on if we were a little bit smarter at doing it. Um, but to be honest, we just didn't care. We just donated it. We had, we donated so much stuff to Purple Heart. Yeah, which is a great organization. Yeah, we had them come out. I don't know, three or four times and get huge truckloads of stuff. Um, And they just took everything and didn't have to worry about it. And so I remember sitting there on Kylie's floor one time crying as I was going through her stuff. What's funny is now looking back at it, I remember crying and being like emotional about it, but I don't remember what we were crying over. Um, And if you ask the girls, they don't remember any of their stuff because it's just stuff. It's just stuff. We remember the feelings that were attached to it. So I remember being sad that I was getting rid of all this stuff, um, but I don't remember any of the stuff. So it obviously didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something like, I know like you're going to hear me and you're going looking at your house and you're like, I'm never going to be able to get rid of all this stuff. And it's true. Like it does hurt to do it, but just know that like six months later, you're going to be like, I don't even remember. What did we get rid of? Like, what was life like before I had 65 plates? Like, yeah. <laughs> who needs that many? Who needs 25 cups? You, we literally need like five cups. <laughs> like we don't need any more cups than that. Um, really just four. Cause there's only four of us, but let's say that one of us <laughs> needs milk and water <laughs> or yeah. something. Um, but either way, like, you know, it's weird. Like, in your house, the things that you have. And then when you move into an RV, you're like, I can't live without that. But then you do live without it, which actually brings me to, you know, living out in RV helped that a little bit as well, because we ended up leaving a lot of that stuff in, in the house and then realizing we didn't use it all summer. Yeah. I was going to say that like Mm -hmm. spending two whole summers, a minimum of two whole summers living without a lot of that stuff. Like it just was in cupboards and on shelves. In our house. That For we months were not and using. months yeah. without being used, and we got along just fine. Mm-hmm. So that's a good test. If you if you can do that, if you can get the RV with, you know, even you have plans of going full-time, even a couple years down the road, get the RV now if you can. Yes, and then just. And then plan around it and use it. You don't even have to go on big trips or, you know, take it out here and there, small trips, test runs. Stay and, in it in your driveway. Yeah. yeah. Put a plug in your garage, side of your garage. Yeah, which garage reminds me. You had to go through your garage. That was hard because you had a lot of new to- tools and stuff. Yeah, had a lot of power tools because we you know, spent the last seven or eight years remodeling our house. What I couldn't borrow, I would buy. So I was able to sell pretty much all that stuff. You know, obviously 
for less than it was worth because it was, you know, more of a price to sell situation. So a lot of that stuff went out as bundles. I remember doing that. I gave a lot of tools away to friends, but we kept like the important stuff like the kayaks. Yeah, we kept the kayaks and they sat in our storage unit for, you know, the kayaks don't go bad. (laughs) No, but they've been in there for three years. But the kayaks are still them and get something no, that we could have now. Still, they're still something that I think about. Yeah, I do. I've not forgotten about them. Yep. Everywhere we go, I say, I wish I had my kayak. Yeah. So we just did a lot of projects around our house. You know, we had to finish all the projects that we got started and then gutting our house, you know, like selling everything, getting rid of everything, which actually worked out pretty good because then when we went to sell our house, um, So when the realtor came, um, she was able to pretty much have an empty house to work with. There was a few things in there still. Took all the pictures, and then we put our house up for sale in October of 2018. And that is where we're going to end this part of the journey. (laughs) Next week, we will talk about um, selling our house, and then actually the first, like, things you have to do when you go full-time. Making sure what the things that you need in order are in order. Um, But this week we have a campground review. One of our favorite things is moving to our new home and seeing our new backyard. It's super cool to get a new view all the time. Some are better than others and we want to highlight the best. We're going to give you all the details of one special place to stay in the United States. This one is Minert County Park. It's in Montague, Michigan. It's just a few minutes from Lake Michigan. It's in um, Muskegon County. And this is one of the campgrounds we went on on our short camping trips um, before we went full-time. I think it was a Memorial Weekend trip. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, it was. And that place is cool. It's it's huge. It's like 182 acres and it has a beach has dunes. On Lake Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, not just any beach. A Lake Michigan beach. Mm-hmm. There's like creeks, trails, all kinds of stuff. And like like we said earlier, we didn't have a tow vehicle at the time or bikes with us. We walked from the campground to the beach. I think it took like 10 minutes. And it was um, beautiful. We went down there a few times. And then I remember going there. And the last day, we actually drove the RV there, I think. Yeah, we were leaving to go yeah. home and we're like, let's go to the beach for like an hour. Because <laughs> we love it so much. Because we had it, you know, everything. Once you, you park your RV, you have a shower if you need it. You have everything. Towels, whatever. Lunch. But the sand was so hot. We it couldn't... was. I think it was the hottest day we were out of the whole weekend. <laughs> and it was super sunny and the sand was like blistering hot. Which is crazy because that was only Memorial weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I can only imagine but in the, July. all the other days was awesome like we have pictures there we were playing in the water and yeah the kids were in love i don't know the pictures that we have lexi's in her bathing suit but kylie's not she's like in clothes i don't know if she maybe she needed a bathing suit or something still i don't know because i mean it was memorial weekend so maybe i didn't have a bathing suit for her yet yeah but either way we had so much fun and uh it was a really cool campground very clean the spaces were big yeah the girls met some friends and it was cool to see them playing with friends already Kind of like showed us what could possibly happen when we're on the road. Yeah. Which does happen. No. Yeah, we had a good time. That place had like 
I remember right across, there were no campsites across from us. There was like a little grassy mode area and there was like, uh, sand, like cornhole bags and, uh, sand box, a sandbox mm-hmm. with toys in it. We should go back there. Swings. That was yeah. a really cool spot. Yeah. And, and what's really cool is it's right on, um, like Michigan. Yep. And I'm pretty sure it was a full hookup site, wasn't it? I would assume because I don't think we knew yeah. <laughs> how to not have a full lookup, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, but either way, it was a great spot. Um, we only stayed there probably for a few days. So. Yeah, I think it was three nights we were there. So it was probably okay. They they must have had a hookup. Where if we not, or a, they had a dump station. but Yeah. Um, but county parks are hidden gems, I think. I really like county parks. And actually, we don't stay in very many anymore. We stayed in more in the beginning. Um, but I think we should start looking at those again because they're yeah. really nice and they're normally really good priced. Yeah. I was actually just looking on the website for this. They are all full, full hookup. Full hookup. And oh, yes. I remember. they friendly. I remember this park had um, full hookups because I was thinking because you could stay there for a tent. And I'm like, this would be weird to be in a tent, though, with full hookups. So. But I was looking. The overnight campsites right now are $36 a night. And $36 um, is, is a great price, um, especially for right on Lake Michigan. Yeah, it's, and yeah. You can you can spend an entire day at Lake Michigan and be close to your campsite. In this in this spot was um, kind of private, like it's yeah. like a littler beach um, that you would go down to. Well, it's at the end of a like a dead end road. Yep, with a parking lot. And we didn't see anybody there. I think there was one person there, like one of the times we went, but really that was it. Um, but of course, we were there Memorial Weekend, and the water was freezing, and the girls were swimming in it. All day, pretty much. They loved it. Yeah, but anytime we go there, we have to get wet. I know, but they were like, I have pictures of Kylie like rolling in it pretty much. And I'm like, it is Memorial Weekend. That water had to have been freezing. Yeah. It's chilly most most of the year. So if you are in Lake Michigan area or if you want to stay by Lake Michigan, you're in the Muskegon area. Um, that is a great campground. We will have links in the show notes. And that is it for part one. Part one. One and a half, or what? <laughs> I mean, we already kind of started it in the last yeah. podcast, but um, but this is the major part of it. Um, and then next week we will discuss, you know, after selling our house. That's it. All right, that'll do it. Now we're gonna go explore. Where are we at? Hudson. Hudson, <laughs> Florida. Hudson, Florida area. So now we're going to go explore here. It's a rainy day, but we're going to find some fun. We have family here, so I'm excited to spend time with my grandma and my aunt. We're going to do some VR and some a good dinner tonight. Yes. Excited for that. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. And now my favorite part, the bloopers. <clears throat> I was wondering, we passed a bunch of Jeeps. And I was wondering if you were waving. A bunch. I only saw one. No, there was a few. Oh. Well, none of them got waves. Mm. Traitor. I know. I'm awful. Let's wait for Muffler McGee over here. Okay, hold on. Back up. Stop. <laughs> Rewind. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> this is such an awkward beginning. <laughs> Let's rewind again. <laughs> You're about to be fired from this podcast. I know. I don't know what's going on here.